What is happening, sports fans? Hope you're all doing well tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you end up listening to this. Christian Pedersen here in the SD Prep Insider Studios. And we continue talking to the biggest and best football talent all across San Diego County. I'm now joined by Cole Wright. He's the right guy for the Carlsbad Lancers this year. He's going to be one of their superstars on a team that's getting a lot of hype. Cole, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing pretty well, doing pretty well. So uh, you just finished up practice today. Do I have that correct? Yes, sir. How's the team looking this summer? Uh, you know, I think we're going to be a good team. We got a really strong senior class, so I think we'll have a great year, hopefully. Now, you are a part of that senior class. Last year, if I have this correct, you had almost 800 rushing yards, seven touch or 800 receiving yards, seven touchdowns. You did have a, a pair of rushing yards on two carries um, as well. So more of the same this year, we're going to see you uh, going for uh, for most of the touchdowns on the offensive side, hopefully. <laughs> uh, hopefully, yeah. We got a lot of good playmakers, so probably be a lot of players getting those touchdowns, you know? Well, it seemed like, like last year you guys kind of, you know, I, I always hate to, to hit it with the, uh, the got slept on, you know, cliche, you came out of nowhere, cliche, something like that. But it was a lot of, oh, we know who Aza Turner is. We, we know that he's a big-time superstar, but there was not really a whole lot known about the rest of the squad. And then you guys just kept rattling off big win after big win to start off the season. You were in it late in the year. You know, you guys be, end up beating Oceanside, beating LaCosta Canyon, beating Vista. What was last season like kind of bursting onto the scene for you? I mean, I feel like, yeah, I do feel like we are slept on, but like within our locker room, I think we know like how we are and that we're a good team, you know, and we just knew like junior year was going to be a big year for us, especially with like those star players like Asa, um, Luke, Keone. Um, but yeah, we just feel like we're a good team and like we know that. So yeah. Now, Say what you will about you taking over Asa for the football sense of it. Do you feel like you're taking over him for the hair game as well? <laughs> kind of. Um, I cut my hair like a little bit ago. so. Oh, so you're going to be rocking the short hair look this season? <laughs> uh, I don't know yet. I might grow it out so I can get like, the flow going in the back, but we'll see. I like the short hair right now. So if not you, who's going to be the one on the team that has the best flow this season? Ooh, um, I'd say Colby, probably Colby Willock. He got his hair going, going pretty long right now, so his will probably be flowing out the back. Okay, so everyone out there, you can pay attention. Colby Willock, guaranteed to have the be- some of the best flow uh, in, in Carlsbad's team, maybe even Definitely. the whole the entire league this season. Um, Want to oh, ask yeah, you about this? Sure. You end up picking up an offer from South Dakota. That's your first offer, correct? Um. The, I have a couple like Ivy League offers also, but yeah. Well, so tell us what like tell us what that experience ones. has been like. Finally, getting those offers, getting because you know everyone dreams about it, but really not that many people even get an offer, let alone get to go play at the next level. So, what's that experience been like for you? I mean, it felt really good. Um, just like a lot of hard work paying off, but I mean, I'm still not satisfied. Like, I still want to get you know bigger and better ones. So, hopefully, I can keep coming with that. Well, we've seen you posting lately about uh, visits to Stanford and then most recently visits to San Diego State. What was that like getting to check out San Diego State? 
um, I mean, it was great, like our hometown team and just seeing the culture and everything, you know, like you watch them all the time, but just being there for the first time was really fun. Now you, uh, San Diego born and raised, I have that right? Uh, I was born up north in the area, but I've lived here like my whole life basically. So did you grow up as a Chargers fan or, or an NFL fan in general? Yeah, I've been a Chargers fan. Are you still a Chargers fan? Yeah, I, I still am. I still support them, but it's tough that they're leaving, but I, I still support the team. Well, I think kind of what I wanted to get at is, you know, it, it's been a couple years now that they've been gone, but San Diego mm-hmm. State, they ended up having kind of a down year last year, but before that, they had been on a really big tear, and you as, an, as a younger kid, up and coming, you're in the football mindset, you love the game. How much do you feel like San Diego State is, is, is trying to take over being San Diego's team? Because we've seen them start to get some of the bigger recruits the last couple of years to stay home. So you're now going down that path. You know, if you have your options between San Diego state and a couple of other schools that you're interested in is, is something like that playing into your mindset that, you know, this is my team. This is really the only football team here in San Diego. I might want to stay here and, 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 you know, have some pride in the local team. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, um, staying local would be great. Like, who wants to leave San Diego and all that? And yeah, it is our team here and stuff. But, I mean, I'm, like, open to traveling other places and stuff. Um, but, yeah, still, I like San Diego State a lot. Well, that, that traveling other places, if you end up going Ivy League, are you ready for a legitimate winter? Because <laughs> um, playing, in the, yet, playing sure, in the snow but... does not sound all that much, all that fun. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that, but I do like the seasons, but I've never experienced something like that before, so I don't know yet. <laughs> Although I'll say this, playing at Carlsbad, surprisingly, Friday nights there get actually really cold. You end up getting that coastal wind whipping off, and I've kind of always said this, you guys have this weird, unique, aggressive home field advantage because you combine that with the cold the you know the cold of the the coastal wind coming off after the sun sets playing in front of the loud crowd it seems like you guys have one of the more dynamic friday night home field advantages would you agree with that oh definitely i think our home field advantage is like the best in san diego with our crowd just being like so supportive of the team and everything i definitely think it is Tell us a little bit more about playing, not just in front of that loud crowd, but getting the treatment that you guys get, because I, I've i been up there for a couple of the big games, but I always end up seeing it on Instagram or on Twitter the next couple of days afterwards of it's the smoke, the lighting, the experience. Like you guys get introduced like kings. You guys get treated to the greatest support it seems like anyone in San Diego High School can possibly get. What's that like as a player? It's definitely super cool, like, you know, all of your friends just supporting you, and the school just really takes a lot of pride in the football games and making that, like, a fun time for all the students, so it's a great time for us, like, to just, like, be recognized for our hard work and stuff by our friends and peers. Do you, do you guys ever kind of go on the road and look around at the introductions and be like, oh, man, we do it so much better than this team? <laughs> uh, sometimes it's a little different, I guess you could say that. <laughs> It does end up being a little bit different. Now, you, you talk about all the hard work. One thing I like asking all the players about right now is seven on seven and, and all this off-season football has really blown up in the last couple of years. So you're a skill position guy, both on the offensive side and the defensive side. 
what kind of stock do you take in in seven on seven and how much it really means for getting a team ready or, or is it just something that you know it's fun and you enjoy it but it's not that serious where do you evaluate it and its importance to yourself and to Carlsbad football I think for like my opinion and I'd say for like Carlsbad's opinion of it it's like a it's a fun drill for us to do like get us chemistry with the quarterbacks and staying like fresh on our routes but I don't think it's, I don't take much into it. Like, it's not like real football. Like, I wouldn't say we take a lot into seven on seven. So I want to ask you about Coach McNeil. He's, but he seems like kind of the, the, the bedrock of the community really just can't phase him no matter what the game situation is. Like, good guy that you just like playing for, really even-tempered. Is that just the facade and he's anything different? Or, or what's it like playing for Coach? Oh, I love playing for Coach Mack. He's like he's a great guy, and he uh, doesn't just care about us as football players. Like he wants the best for us as like a person, and you know he's always got our backs for that. It's just great having a coach like that, like someone who can support you and like all the times, not even just football. So yeah, and he's definitely uh, like one of the hearts and souls of the Carlsbad community. He's always down here, uh, helping us the events and stuff. And as a teacher, he's always here too. What does he teach? He takes, um, I think, sophomore and senior English. Have you had him as a teacher or no? I had him sophomore year. Yeah. You had now. Does he grade the football players harder? Does he? Is he like actually kind of a, a stressful one to have as a football player because you're always at that that got to be held to excellence, or, or is he uh, just teaching you? You know, he here's he's handing out homework assignments. Here's you know, got to write this essay. Oh, and on top of that, you know, read this this passing route. What's he like as a teacher? Uh, you definitely have to be always like paying attention in his class a lot because he'll definitely call on you a lot to make sure you're focusing. But he's a good teacher, and so I'd say you just treat you like a normal student. So bringing up the class, let's change it up from football for a second. We'll start with this question just to help people get to know you a little bit better. What is your favorite class? My favorite class, um. I'd probably have to say science is my favorite class. Or I have a PP marine class. It's just pretty fun learning about like the ocean and all the animals and that. So, I enjoyed that so would that be maybe something you want to major in in college, or have you not given that any thought whatsoever? Um, to be honest, I haven't really given that much thought. So I, I have no idea. What it's I'm all good. Major in it's all good. Let's keep going through some of these questions. What is one of the more recent shows that you have binged or are currently making your way through? Um, probably Game of Thrones. I was a little late on the, like, startup, but I just, like, got to go through, I went through, like, eight seasons in, like, three months. Okay, so you've made it through, you've made it through all of them. Now, you've made it through every season? Yeah. All right, so I got to ask you a couple Game of Thrones questions. We'll we'll start at the end and work our way backwards. Were you happy with the ending? No, I was not happy with the ending. Just, (laughs) how would you, how would you have written the ending? What would you, what would you have set up? Um, to be honest, I wasn't like that. I feel like it was a little too like compact for six episodes. I think they need to make it like eight because it felt a little rushed. And then I didn't like how Bran became like the, the head, like king of the Seven Thrones. I wish it was like someone else, like Arya or Jon Snow. And 
I just didn't like how. Um, oh, I was I was died. for sure pulling for a Jon Snow. I, I feel like if he went oh, ahead yeah. and, and just killed Definitely. Daenerys anyway, just make him king. Like, oh, it, it frustrated yeah. me. He was okay. definitely my favorite towards the end. Well, he has to be one of the favorites the whole time. Like, he, start to finish, he's for one of the sure. few characters you're rooting for. Uh, another game. Yeah. What death Definitely. hit you the hardest? Um, probably. Uh, I gotta think on that one because there's a lot of them. Um, I'll I'll, I'll go there's ahead with mine. Um, the I forget his name now. Why am I blanking on his name? But the Stark kid who was like the 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 nephew that was being held prisoner by Ramsey Bolton, and then uh, gets released. And Jon Snow's running out oh, to go grab him. Arrow. And he drops him with an arrow from like a football field yeah. away. I was like, oh, that is that so was. needless to kill that kid. Yeah. I Okay, so now that I think about it, it was probably um, the Stark father, like all the way in season one. Ooh. That one was like, because that one just shocked me. I was like, wow, they're actually killing him. And he was doing, he was doing, he was doing the good things he was doing what the king had told him to do and then he just yo you know mm-hmm. what now that i'm thinking back at it that one hurt that one really did hurt that, oh. yeah, that one was like the first uh stab okay so you end up not watching any of it and you sit down and you say okay i'm just gonna do this i'm giving into the twitter pressure or, or wh- whatever direction it was coming from and it, it took you you said what three weeks to, to bang out eight seasons it was like i like three months i'd say okay i was gonna say that that sounded like yeah. an actual legitimate binge like you, you were going okay i'm gonna go to football practice no, for a couple yeah. hours but other than that i'm i'll see you guys later i'm just gonna be watching game of thrones yeah it was during like it was during like the end of school year so it was just like on the weekends i just grind like a season basically every weekend well okay so then this next question kind of translates into that you know it, whenever you're binging through something you got to have something to snack on so what's the favorite snack food Favorite snack food is yeah. probably like my like like a not healthy one. It's probably like gushers or like fruit lettuce. Like I I love those. Those are so good. Very nice, very nice. I mean, is there a healthy snack food? I, I feel like that that kind of is counterintuitive or an oxymoron or something. But I mean, do you have a favorite healthy um, one? I like a healthy ones like strawberries or peaches. Like I really like fruit, so I could just eat that all day. So probably one of those. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you could only listen to one musician for the rest of your life, who would it be? One musician. Um, I have, I don't know. <laughs> uh, probably Drake, just because he has a ton of songs. I guess I could listen to a lot of different ones. Now, is Drake also in the pregame playlist for you? Probably like one or two songs of his, I'd say. Okay. What is one hidden talent that you have that people might not know about? Um, a hidden talent is that I'm like a pretty good gamer, I guess you could say. Okay, so that goes right into my next uh, my next question is what game do you dominate at? I dominate at 2K mainly, but I'm pretty decent at Madden and like Fort and Call of Duty. So got to ask the, the obvious 2K question in the room right now. Are you going Lakers or are you going Clippers this season? Oh, man. Um, for me, I go to play with on 2K. I play with the Clippers just because I like Paul George a lot. I was an Oklahoma City fan, so 
that actually hurt me a lot when he left, but I go with the Clippers for playing wise. Well, how'd you wind up as an OKC fan? I just always really liked Russell Westbrook, and I I used to really like Durant, but not so much anymore. But yeah, I was just always like a diehard Westbrook fan. So I got to ask, is Westbrook going to stick around in OKC, or is he uh, bound for another team eventually? Uh, I think they're going to trade him, to be honest. It seems like a total rebuild in Oklahoma. That's what I'm seeing right now. So do you stick it out with the Thunder after Westbrook leaves, or do you go where Westbrook goes? That's what all my friends have been asking me, basically. Like, what are you going to do now? Um, I think I'm going to I like, I'm gonna stay with the Thunder and stuff. I mean, I'll still root for Westbrook, but there's not like another team I really like, so I'll, I'll probably still like the Thunder. There you go. There you go. And and you can also, you can always root for the Carlsbad basketball team because they've been really good the last couple seasons. Oh, definitely. So, you know, uh, I, I, let's actually kind of segue into that. Um, basketball has been really good. Baseball has been in the conversation. Your water, your girls water polo team is winning open division championships. Guys water polo team is up there. It seems like kind of across the board, a lot of winning happens at Carlsbad. So you know, football, there's so little wiggle room sometimes in, in making the playoff runs, but what's it like across the board to be at a school that has just such a high standard of excellence and enthusiasm for its sports? I mean, it definitely is motivating and stuff. I'd say that, you know, my sister, she's like a really good soccer player and they won a open division. So oh, like, I, I, I should, owe, I owe such a massive apology to overlooking the soccer team last year. Oh my goodness. Yes. No, no, no. Yeah. That, I mean, so I'm just like always thinking like, you know, like she's like showing me her ring and everything like little bragging, you know, trying to like push me like, Oh, where are you going to get yours? So it's fun. It's motivating, but like, it's really good hearted and like everyone supports each other. So that's really fun. Your sister was actually basically scoring all of the major goals. Uh, in the playoffs last year. Um, so I super apologize <laughs> for overlooking that. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, does that have you upset, though, that you feel like now you definitely have to end with a ring uh, so she's not the only one in the family uh, being able to show off oh, the hardware? Def- definitely. Like, my dad and her just always brag to me about, like, them winning stuff, so I got to get one for sure. Oh, really? So what what, uh, what championship did your dad win? Um, He won state at... For RBV back in like the 90s or something like 90 I think for football I don't know but huh for football so wait was he part of the the Dave Roberts era yep he played on that team very cool very cool and mm-hmm. very upset that Google does not yield me these results when I'm prepping for an interview um so <laughs> so you know uh what wait what position did your dad play he played DB Okay, mm-hmm. so does that mean that yeah. growing up, uh, you had some legitimate competition in in the father son football realm uh, of you know you're trying to be a little kid learning how to play the game, and he's got you on legitimate man lockdown coverage. Yeah, yeah. he still will say right now like you get me, but he knows he can't. But yeah, it's fun. It's a good. He helps me a lot. Oh wait, wait. So he's still he's still talking game that he he could still lock you down. Oh, he, he definitely thinks so, but he can't. <laughs> well, if there's any chance that we can get uh, get the video team up there to to get uh, just a couple of routes run uh, one versus the other, we'd love to hype that up because I think that would be awesome uh, to see. Oh, yeah, um, that would be good. That would be a lot of fun. Okay, so uh, the, the family excellence is there. Um, 
that do you, do you play, are you going to be playing any other sports this year? Or is it just going to be football? Um, I'm not sure yet. I was maybe thinking about playing basketball, but, um, I'm still like not decided. I, I guess I'll see after the season. Well, I was going to say, cause, uh, jo- joining up with any of the other squads just for the sake of, of trying to win one during football season and then win that second one, uh, on your way out mm-hmm. just to, just to have more rings, uh, than the, than the family might be, uh, might be the way to go out. Um, I got to oh, ask yeah, you this. Definitely. Have you ever played the game Spikeball? Oh, yeah, definitely. You're a big Spikeball fan, I, I take it. Yeah, me and all my friends, we always play when we're down at the beach. It's a fun game. Okay, so we're, I'm getting nothing but positive reviews from everyone I end up talking to countywide uh, about the, the sport of Spikeball. Would you be down for Spikeball to be a CIF sport? Oh, definitely. It's such a fun sport, like a... I feel like all the towns in San Diego would love it. It's so fun. Well, I feel like, A, it's a fun sport. B, every school could be good at it because ultimately you don't really need a ton of players. You can just have a couple of guys. So who Mm -hmm. would – pick maybe a roster of like five. Who would be the starting five on Carlsbad's varsity spike ball team? doesn't have to be football players. It can be anybody on campus. Um, Like that's currently here? Yes. Okay. Um, probably Zach Chavez is pretty good at it. Um, I'd say Kyle Vassal is pretty decent. Um, Max Rizul is good. Who else? You obviously have one of those uh, spots, so one more. Yeah, I'll say myself, I guess. And then um, I'll say Jake Kremer. He's pretty good, too. All right. I mean, I think it's I. I obviously we have no sway with CIF to help make new sports or, or not, but I think that'd be a great one. It's not hard to get enough people to play. Everyone in the county could do it. It'd be so fun. Oh, I think that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. And you'd have enough people that you could have all the different divisions. Everyone gets a chance to win something. But yeah, open division spike ball that might sell out a stadium, and, and that would be high Definitely. stakes, high They'd drama. Get competitive. Oh my goodness, yes. Oh, it it would be it would be nonstop competition. Every point would be dramatic. The only thing you'd have to decide is if is it played on the beach or played on a field, and that would be the I think the one diff, uh, a big difference maker because coastal schools like yourselves would have the definite advantage. Definitely. So let's bring this back a little bit to football. Talking about this season, I'll give everyone the rundown of what you guys have. Um, you're going to be playing against Hart, Milliken, Lawndale. Mission Hills, San Marcos, Torrey Pines, Oceanside, El Camino, El Camino, LCC, and Vista. To me, the big thing that jumps out there is the non-section games that you guys have, mm-hmm. combined with the Avocado League games. I mean, it just it is anarchy in terms of the schedule that you have. But it's also really interesting. I think in the San Diego high school football community, a lot of people look so inwards and they look to. You know this rivalry that's been going on for for so many years is the big maker for that season. This rivalry for that season, league play here, and there's not that many teams that branch out and play a bunch of schools not from San Diego. You guys are one of those teams. What does that help teach you? Help give you some perspective on in terms of how good you guys are, how good the competition really is out there, and just giving you something fresh that you know you 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 haven't played the Lawndale guys all four years, you know, freshman JV, all those different years. It's something new. It's something different. What does that add to your season? 
Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, going up against like some of these like teams like Lawndale, who's like a super good team, like it'll just get you more confident um, going into a league. You know, like you've gone up against these like because I know both the Lawndales like DBs and like Pac-12 guys, so it just gives you confidence and like see how you match up against these guys going into league. So uh, I feel like playing against these like top schools just really helps with that. And to kind of, as a yeah, as a team, it helps you with that. But also, I feel like as an individual player, it might really help you understand, whoa, that's where I need to be to be at that next level. Okay, Definitely. I got I to gotta, you know, work a little bit different, work a little bit harder, change the mindset. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you see there's a whole, uh, whole other level of, like, talent even out there, you know, like, shows you, like, never be satisfied with what you're at. Yeah, and I don't mean to say that as a against any of the rivalries or any of the strength of schedule here in San Diego, but we have this weird kind of natural barrier of Camp Pendleton that I know that Carlsbad, you guys are far enough north that it's not that big of a gap for you then to get up to Orange County and all those schools, but for the teams that are in the bulk of San Diego, it sort of just geographically makes sense not to think about any of the teams past Camp Pendleton. But when you get up into mm-hmm. Orange County and you get up into the southern L.A. city sections, all those areas, you get these teams that are really just loaded with talent that are out there all season long just headhunting, looking for the biggest teams. And, and you get some real battles up there that iron sharpens iron type mentality that then we get into the state playoffs and a lot of the teams here in San Diego start to really struggle against schools that are d7 or d4 or whatever it is against the other sections and you go whoa, whoa, whoa wait where did that come from and there's a couple of schools like yourselves they're like no no no, we knew we, we played them earlier in this year we got we got a firsthand experience sure. of what what that level of football is like so for, sure. for you on game day any superstitions any rituals that you have to get in order to have a good game um i usually like to like hop in an ice bath before I uh, head out to like the high school to just get my legs fresh. So I try and do that almost every game, but not really, not many. Okay, okay. I, I feel like mostly maybe it's just the quarterbacks that I talk to. They're like, I have to have the right socks on. I have to listen to the the play. They, you know, they're very routine oriented people. Um, we'll close mm-hmm. out with this. You're you're a senior. You're part of the upper class. Who's maybe a younger kid? on the team this year that it's going to surprise some people that you're already like, oh, man, we know this guy's going to stand out, but he might surprise San Diego a little bit from your squad. I think our running back Maslow is going to have a great year. You know, it's one of the most explosive, quick little guys I've ever seen, and he's going to have a big year for us. And Also, I think uh, Caleb Nelson will have a big year for us also. All right, there's a couple guys. Colt, where can everyone find you and follow you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at cole.right45 and on Twitter, colewright0. Alrighty, Cole, thank you very much for checking in with us. Best of luck this season. The Lancers, they are going to have one tough road to a title, but if iron sharpens iron, they might be the ones best prepared for the playoffs. Thank you very much for checking in. The show is at SD Prep Insider. I'm at Mr. Seaped. We'll be bringing you football interviews, football previews, all things football all summer long as we count down to kickoff. August is almost here, folks, so get ready for some Friday night lights. Thank you very much for checking in, and we will talk to you soon.